I'm joined here by Mr. Ryan Biggs, Mr. Mark Harden. Uh, Mr. Joe Harden is here, but he's outside the room. Oh, look, Joe returned! And uh, Michael is French licking his mother in France at the moment. So he's not here. Ryan. (laughs) Ryan, you haven't got to come in straight away with something to say. Just listen. (laughs) Well, Ryan, since you haven't listened to Rancast, I need to explain the rules to you. So, basically, Rancast is anything that has bothered you within the past few weeks uh, anything that kind of you know gets to you or something you just want to talk about yeah and you just rant about it you just come on the microphone and you just say something about it so for example let me tell you my uh, story of my university interview that you don't know anything about uh, so I had my university interview for my PGCE music uh, secondary music course alright uh, I got a lift from Joe and uh, we got we got slightly lost. <laughs> it was in Stratford. It was in Stratford, and the sat nav kind of decided to leave us in the middle of the high street without really giving us any direction. So because of that, I was 20 minutes late for my interview, which is never good. Uh, I got there, and the first thing he said to me was, "Richard, you're a bit late, aren't you?" And I said, I'm really sorry, um, like, I didn't know where the uni was, uh, my mate gave me a lift, we used a sat-nav, and he just interrupted me and went, never, never trust a sat-nav. <laughs> because of uh, being late and stuff, I think it put him in a bad mood. He was a prick. So, when I got there, uh, sat down, the first thing he said that really pissed me off, and I forgot to tell you this, Joe, so you'll uh, you'll you'll realise how much of a bastard he is, is uh, he was very patronising, and um, he obviously seemed to think that he was God, and he he was he ruled the university. Yeah, it was it was God really, wasn't it? And he sat he sat, basically um, I had to show my uh, college like results and my GCSE certificates, all these things. And I'm pretty sure in the letter it said it only needed to be a copy. It didn't have to be a legit thing and stuff. So um, I bring in my GCSE results. What I thought were my GCSE results. And my degree and everything. And uh, I gave him my GCSE ones. And he went, these aren't your certificates. I went, yeah, they are. And he went, no. Look, right there it says not a certificate. Like It's like a, I don't know what it was, but we obviously didn't get exact certificates from our schools or whatever. So I have no idea where my GCSE results certificates are. I use these to get onto my college course. There didn't seem to be a problem there. I never had a problem with it when I got onto my degree course. So he said, well, you must have them. They must be in your house somewhere. I was like, no, I have no idea. Maybe they're in mummy's drawer somewhere. He said that to me. I was so fucking pissed off. But I'm sitting there, and obviously this is for my future. This is for a career. This is for, like, to get on a teaching training course. And obviously, um, so that was the first thing that pissed me off. Um, He then decided to basically be brutally honest with me and over and over again pointed out every single flaw that I ever had and why I can't be... uh, I can't get on this teacher training course. Apparently, I need to know about Indonesian music, African music, Caribbean music, Oriental music, um, because I, I really remember learning that at GCSE uh, level. I really remember that in my music classes. Yeah. And um, he also uh, said that I need to have a grading guitar, which is slightly understandable, 
Um, and he wanted me to uh, do my Maths GCSE again. And he wanted me to visit a school and have some lesson plans. He wanted me to have all of this. And I didn't have all of that because I didn't know about any of it, really. I wasn't told that I had to have all of that. Um, yeah, he he said that he said that if I'd done all this and then come back next year, then he might be interested. Might be. Might be. Fucking cunt. Um, and at one point, right, this made me laugh. At one point, he said, because he was asking me about uh, how would he know that I would treat all students fair and equal. He said, he put this, he put this situation to me. And he said, so uh, say you were teaching a keyboard lesson. I said, okay. And it was uh, with like chord progressions. What would you do if a student had no arms? How would you treat them equally to oh, everyone else? Don't be stupid, of course you can't play keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be in the disabled school. They'll be in that white field over there. You know what, actually, you're probably right. They probably would be. They're not going to be in normal school. Not that they're not normal, but they're, they shouldn't be with other kids. Now, this guy was for real. I'm not making this up. This guy was real. This was my interview. It was... As a kid going to write? As a kid going to write in normal school? It's not going to happen. Well, anyway, yeah, he was an asshole. is the moral of the story. But I said that at that situation, I said, well, I would just get him to do a chord progression, but not on keyboard, obviously, if he's got no arms. With his voice. Yeah, with his voice, exactly. I would get him to sing. He seemed impressed by that. The the one positive thing he said about me was, you seem to know a lot about uh, Western popular music, and I, and I can tell uh, that from that. And that was, like, the only positive thing he said in the whole interview. The rest of it was just literally, like, knocking the shit out of me. And uh, it really put me off of it. It, 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 it completely put me off of doing that. And I think I think maybe teaching isn't for me anymore after that, especially if I got to deal with cunts like that to become a teacher and then have them as my bosses. I don't know if that would be that much fun. But, uh, yeah, it didn't go well. So that's my uh, first shitstorm of the week. Wankers. So if you get treated like that when you're learning, maybe that's why they're all wankers, yeah, basically. Hmm. Uh, Joe, is there anything that's happened to you recently that you need to talk about? Um, I was sitting at home on my bed, uh, as you do, it's 3am. So then my cat jumps in through the window, as she does. That's how she gets in and out of the house, because she's retarded, she doesn't know how to use a cat flap. But window apparently is perfectly accept acceptable. Um, when she comes in the window with what in her mouth? A mouse. She comes in the window with a live mouse. Not a dead one that I could just take off for her. But um, she, uh, this was before Yarmouth. Oh, she came in with a live mouse. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, Elvis, not again, because this happened before. And then, um, so I quickly run over to try and get the mouse off her and scoop it up into the bin, yeah. so I can take, I can carry it off to safety and have my way with it. But um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she dropped the mouse, and she dropped the mouse. So I was like fucking chasing it. Then she got it again. Then I managed to scoop both cat and mouse into the bin, because <laughs> like, I'm not having this shit. And then, um, but then somehow she managed to get out and she dropped the mouse and the mouse ran under the fucking bed. And I, I, we, me and her, we both, it was a collaborative effort, we both spent about <laughs> half an hour looking for this mouse. How long did it take? I was saying like, come on mouse, come out, we're out. It was about half an hour. This was, and after half an hour she thought, fuck this, I'm going off outside. So she jumped out the window, I was thinking she was going to bring back another one, I was thinking, fuck, don't do that. <laughs> I carried on looking, I went and got a torch, I was looking under, I could not fucking see the fucking anywhere, it's a small mouse. So then I thought, I know, I'm smart. She You'll call Ryan Biggs. No, I won't call Ryan Biggs. Ryan works in a pet. <laughs> so I went downstairs. <laughs> I went downstairs and I got a chocolate bar. I ate most of it because it's chocolate, and I put the little bit, little square of it 
um, by the bin. I also turn the bin on its side, so if the mouse comes, I'm like, I'm cunning, I can scoop it up. Do mouse eat anything? Do mouse? Do mice eat anything? To answer your question, mice pretty much eat anything. They'd eat your dick if they had the chance, Rich. Uh, but then again, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? But so I, I left the chocolate there in front of the bin, thinking when the mouse comes, I'm going to quickly scoop it up, and I'll, I'll be really clever. I'll be like Steve Irwin, except alive. And, um... So I hear some rustling over by the bin. I was like, yes, I run over there. Who's eating the fucking chocolate? Elvis is eating the fucking chocolate that I put out for the mouse. This pissed me off beyond all belief. So then I went downstairs, got some more chocolate. And I thought, Elvis, you're not going to eat this fucking one. It's a biscuit chocolate. She won't eat it. She ain't Milky Way, fucking bitch. I put it by the bin. I waited all night. The mouse didn't show up. So then I thought, fuck it, I'm going to bed. Um, so I woke up. I had a shower, I got out of the shower, and I started walking down the stairs. And I felt something soft under my foot as I was walking down the stairs, like, fuck, it's the mouse. I quickly took my foot off it, I didn't want to kill it. And I, and I quickly ran and grabbed the bin so I could whip it up. And I chased it downstairs. And I chased it into the front room. And I was like, fuck, where did it go? I lost it again. The mouse, I've been outsmarted by a mouse two times, and by a cat one time. So then I thought, fuck this, I'm not looking for it. Well, I'm, I'm leaving it. Then next next few days, the, room, the front room started smelling quite a bit. So, I mean, there's a dead mouse in here somewhere. Are you serious? There's a dead mouse in here somewhere, but it ain't my problem. I'm going on holiday. See you later, <laughs> mum and dad. Shit. Uh, we're trying to think of a new thing to do. Basically, it's like we all have to tell a story, right? Now, it can be true or false, oh, and we have to guess if it's true or false. Oh, and it needs to be slightly, like, awkward or embarrassing or funny. It doesn't have to be embarrassing. Oh, it, it, no <laughs> embarrassing stories, have I? I've got none. It doesn't have to be like sitting there at night just thinking about it. Like last night, I was disgusting. Hate it. Hate myself. Want to die. So well, you know, so we'll know your story. True then. <laughs> Whatever you say is gonna be true. So like, it's a it's an idea. It's, it's a it's kind of a cool game, and I think it'd be fun to do. But um, we, I, we haven't thought about it, so to come up with a fake story is going to be hard because you'd have to like come up with a plan of something now, which would be quite difficult to do. Whilst a true story, you can just think of <coughs> the experience and you'll know exactly <laughs> what it is. You don't, you don't have to. I was going to do, I was going to do that. We have like three of us. So say it was to pick three of us, like it could be any three of us, right? You all come up with a story each, so it could be a true story or a fake story. You, so then, instead of having to come up with three stories, which is really hard, it's just one person coming up with a story. Then also, we're not stealing other people's ideas, because I don't want to steal, uh, tell them Steve Day's exact, like, uh, one, 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 was it? One true three or something like that, which is awesome. Listen to Steve Dave if you haven't listened to him. Well, we'd have three people, or two people. I mean, two people's probably easier, right? We'd have two people, and you both have to tell a story. One of them could be a lie, one of them could be true, or they both could be true, or they both could be a lie. So, does any? I think you want to do it, because you seem to have, like, ideas and stuff. So, I think you should be one of the people to play. And does Marco Ryan want to play at all? Yeah. Is Ryan going to play? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we've got Biggs and Joe. So, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do this true or false story. So, um, who wants to go first? Alright, so Joe's going to go first. Joe's going to tell us the story. And me and Mark are going to sit back here as people who've got nothing to do with it. And Ryan can join in as well. And we're going to say whether we think the story is true or false, okay? Uh, Alright, we'll get on to this. <laughs> Ryan's mum, go. I was asking my mum to pick me up at 9 o'clock for my friend. So she's outside my work now waiting for me. <laughs> she high right? She <sighs> That's not really a nice way. <laughs> That's okay. The podcast people didn't hear me say that. <laughs> oh yeah, last week he was fucking going on about uh, like mental. Ryan, I think you should tell us what happened because we're 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 lacking in good material here. 
Need something good. Tell the story in detail in full. Um, Basically, oh shit, man, is this right here? Like I went, I went to Yarmouth, obviously. But before I went to Yarmouth, I said to my nan, "Can you pick me up from Richards? Because I have a suitcase and a bag and a pillow." Can't carry that shit around. Not on a bus, especially not on a bus. W sixteen, ridiculous. She said, okay, leave your keys, it's fine. All right, I, I know, I know I should have taken my keys. All right, you ain't got to say that, I know that. Never go anywhere yes, but... Even if some busy bitch says to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but, you know, you should trust your family with stuff like that. On my way back, my mum had my nan's car, so I said, mum, can you pick me up? That's fine. I said, I'll be there between half two and three o'clock. That's fine, we've got to drop Alfie off. That's alright, come and get me, and then we'll drop him off after. Got to 20 past two, I phoned my sister. I said, where are you? And she said, oh, we're still home waiting for you. And she... she Clothes. <laughs> and then she said, where are you? I said, I'm on the M- on M11, I think we were at. And I said, we'll be there in half an hour. Okay, we'll wait. <laughs> half an hour goes by. We are at the junction between Wood Street and Fulham Road. I phoned my sister. Yeah, she's up the road. About 15 minutes away. Phone my sister. Where are you? Oh, we're dropping Alfie off. Okay, I'm going to be at Richard's soon. Okay. Like, where are you? Uh, you at? You she was going to be somewhere like... So, not some, somewhere not far away. You, you they normally drop my brother off. Uh, um, it's not Charlie Brown's. Is it Charlie Brown's? It's Charlie Brown's roundabout, yeah. Normally dropping my friend there. So not far away? Not far away at all. I can walk in 15. No, we're in Forest Gate. Now Forest Gate isn't too far, but it's far enough. Yeah, like this. Yeah. And I said, "What are you doing there?" All right, I'll phone. I'll phone Nan because my Nan would be at home. Clearly, my mum's got the car. Who, She'd be waiting for me. I'm not into that part yet. I then phone my Nan. Phone the number. Just rings, phone it again, keeps ringing, phone it again, no answer, home phone, yep. I phone my sister back, Rox, where's Nam? Are you fucking winding me up? Yeah, so I kept, I, I went mental, basically. The word cunt was used. The cunt, word cunt was used at, for a few times. And then, it's more like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking? Are you, are you fucking cunt? How fucking? Yeah. How the fuck am I meant to get in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should know. And I call my sister a fucking cunt, which time. I, I thought you were talking to your mum when it happened. I was like, you can't call your mum a cunt. I was like, yeah. So I had no choice but to go home and wait outside. I threw my suitcase over the the garden fence and my rucksack. <laughs> yeah, because I thought I'm not traipsing up to the shop. I had money on me, so I went to the shop and I bought a can of beer. And I had my iPod on. And you sat, where did you sit? On my doorstep. <laughs> like a common tramp. <laughs> yeah. Then, this is not it. Half hour later, I think, you know, they'll be back soon. Then I thought I'd wait another 10 minutes, weren't there? 40 minutes after I've been waiting there, phone my sister up. Where are you now? I was just at Wanstead in the garage. Now, Wanstead is right next to Forest Gate. And the garage in Wanstead 
is not 40 minutes away. The one as you go up to where... No, Clive. You know we got to Clive, you've got that garage. That blue and y yellow one, the petrol station, yeah. Oh, okay. In there. And that is not 40 minutes from Forest Gate, the City of London Cemetery, at all. Nowhere near that. Another hour goes par, oh, goes by. I'm still waiting there, and then they come. And that lets me in, and it's my fault. <laughs> fucking my... How is it my fault? It's fucking ridiculous, these women that I live with. I hate them. I hate all women. There was a uh, positive to the story, though, because you sent me a text message. Uh, uh, no, an IM message, that was it. I couldn't find it. I was just looking at it now. And you said um, that basically... <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there, and a woman goes to walk past. She stopped. Any woman? She was quite fit. Yeah, she looked... quite fit. You said, like, the fittest woman ever. No, I wasn't. She wasn't the fittest woman ever because she was a bit fat. And, <laughs> like, she was looking at me. I looked at her, and she was mouthing something. Now, quite clearly... I always have earphones in. And then I took them out and she went, Oh, do you have the time? I gave her the time. She said thank you and she walked off. <laughs> you were quite happy about that when you messaged me. Because like... I had no human contact <laughs> at <laughs> all. For an hour and a half. And then someone. So, well, you have plenty of human fucking contact, wouldn't you? Off his bomb in his mouth? I wouldn't accept that. To be honest, I'd probably kill someone so I can go into solitary confinement so I wouldn't have to be yeah, around people. stick the cock in the mouth, you bite it off and fucking start eating it, they'll put you in. Like that woman who tore off the balls in front of me. Oh, that's very disgusting. What? What is it? I didn't even. Why is that? To sum it up, I was waiting outside my house for like two hours or some shit. Because women can't communicate properly. Now. They always pretend they're the greatest communicators in the world, when quite clearly... Secretaries, they all do the kind of communication job. But if you notice, who's late? Phone Women are late. Got a phone problem. When you're calling up about yeah. the phone, who answers it? It's a woman. It's usually always a woman. And do they deal with your problems right? No, they don't. Not being sexist, but it's... it's so well, I'm a little bit sexist. What are they good for? What are they good for? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. They're quite good at mate, sex. We've got men for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, have you got anything you want to say? Is there any rant? Is there anything that's bothering you? I mean, work probably pisses you off quite a lot. There must be something. Think of Michael and his ranting about friends. Do you have any friends there that won't leave you alone and want to be your brother? There's this one guy there. He's kind of weird. He like he always comes up to me. He says, hi, Mark, and he gives me this weird smile. And every time I walk past him, he kind of looks at me for about like, like as I walk past him. And the other day, he brought me a present. <laughs> He's from he's from India. He he was there recently. He came back. He brought me these like sandal type things. <laughs> <laughs> it's got fresh, man. And he gave it to me. And then he asked me, like, "Oh, Mark, did you like your present?" I was like, "Yeah, they're great." <laughs> I said, I said uh, "I'll wear them in the summer." <laughs> then, I, then I thought, "Oh shit, it's summer right now. Um, I'll wear them next summer." I got them in the boot. Well, you can't wear them to work, can you? So. I still got them in the boot of my car at the moment. <laughs> It's a bit. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really look at him. How do you know your shoe size? Uh, you know what? He didn't. He just came up to me and said, "He said, Mark, what, what shoe size are you?" I said, uh, "I'm a, like eight. He said, "Oh, okay." And he just gave them to me. <laughs> he said, "I bought you this present." <laughs> I thought, I thought, oh, uh, thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, thank you. Um, I didn't get you anything. Um, <laughs> I'm not weird like that. But okay. And that, so now. How well do you know this guy? Not really that well, actually. I find him a bit odd, so I tend to avoid him generally, especially with the looking. Now he looks—he just looks and like. Has like, he ever made a party?
Not, not yet. Actually, he looks at me, and because he looks at me, so I, I look back and like, you know, wait for like some sort of words or something. And he just looks at me and yeah, smiles. Just sort of you and, and I'm, and I just kind of, I sort of say, "You alright?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Okay, and I kind of walk on. <laughs> and now I just avoid it completely. So if I see him like there, I kind of go go to the right, <laughs> or, or if he's on that side, I go that side. You know, and I think that's, that's a sexy game of cat and mouse. A bit like it's a bit like catch me if you can, you know. But that's how he feels about it. It's going to culminate with me running to France and what? chasing it's me. It's like P40 or whatever that movie was. Let's talk to security guard. That was a fucking weird thing. P45. So, uh, so basically Mark has a guy at his work who just sort of winks at him and licks his lips every time he walks past. Has he ever started rubbing his nipple when you're walking past? I'm not sure. He might be doing that. Give it time. Give it time. I think it's time to play the game. Joe, are you ready? Tell us your story. We're ready. Now we get to say whether we think it's true or false, okay? Let him finish the story before we start going fucking bullshit and stuff. <laughs> Alright, so let's play the game of truth or false. Okay, this no, is... No, 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 no. Thank you for the theme music there, Mark. Yes. It's the truth or it's false, right? Makes perfect sense. Truth or false, dickhead. <laughs> um, so my story started way back up on yonder when I was six years old. Six years old. Right, that's a fucking long time. Yep, I remember this. I was six years old, and this was when I went to uh, the school um, that before I went to the same school as you. The school was Edward Redhead. It's like considered the bad school, the bad school. That's where all the dumb kids went. Like literally, when I came to Fort Paul, they was like, "This, you're you're a year behind. You gotta catch up." Yeah. Well, and um, so one time I was in class, and um, I saw I saw a girl I liked, even though I was six, and I decided. What I would do, I thought it would be a good idea to pull down my pants. So I pulled down my pants, thought that would be a good idea. So I pulled down my pants. So I was like mooning her basically. And then, um, so as I was mooning her, for some reason I started walking backwards. And I kept walking backwards, not looking where I was going, of course, because I was, I was bending over, showing my ass. And I bumped into the teacher who swiftly told me to pull my pants up. And that's, that's what I can remember. I'm going to say, now I know Joe, I've known Joe for a long time, but I didn't know him then. And you know what? I know Joe when he was that age and when he was in primary school. And I always said that Joe was a bully and stuff like that when he was in primary school because Joe was very aggressive, cocky, and was confident. He wasn't scared. He would show his bum to a girl. So I, I believe it or not, believe it or not, I'm going to say it's true. I think it's true. Why? False. Cause he... Can you hold the mic? I'm not your bitch. You are. It's false because ba- what is false? What more what? can I say? <laughs> well, because he wouldn't do it. You're saying that he wouldn't show his bumps. Well, no, he... that he liked. He'd what? do that at this age. Well, here's a question: How did you think by showing your bum to this girl that she would all of a sudden what? False. What want false. to want to you know? Yeah, like how how does that work? Well, I've pretty much got the same sort of um, tactical skills as I did when I was six as I do now, and it's still not working for me. Is it true or false? Well, no, right, Mark's gonna guess. Mark. Um. Well, I'm gonna say true because I think I think that's Joe's style. Joe Joe used to Joe used to bully me when I was young. I remember he was a bad guy. I reckon he would pull his ass out just to weird the girl. It's 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 the classic. I like the girl. I'm gonna push her over story. Yeah, exactly. But it's Joe's version with with sexier. it's Joe's nudity sexy version where he gets his ass out and probably wanting to pull oh, on her or something. Teacher. He was gonna he was gonna fart in her face. That's what he was gonna do. And then it all went wrong when so he bumped into Mr. Teacher. That's two truths and one false. Uh, Joe, what's the, what's, what's the... Wait, 
no, no, go ahead. What's the answer? Okay, so the story of me pulling down my pants, mooning the girl I liked, and bumping into the teacher is true. Oh, right, you were wrong. He had the balls. He done it. I was wrong. I was wrong. Right. I've got one. I'm gonna say. It's right one. I, I did that. I don't know why I did it. Right story. Everyone, listen. So, um, yeah. Right. So I work in this place, and the thing is, everyone in this place. I say everyone. Most people here quite like me too much and want and expect too much of me i don't like people liking me just, just as a friend i don't i don't like it listen i only want a few friends like 10 10 to 12 friends is fine it just becomes too much i can't i haven't got i haven't got the time i haven't got time for these people yeah no i do right so there was two people who who I am friends with there, believe it or not. And they kind of, at the time, they had a little thing going on where they they quite liked each other, but they was too ashamed to say anything. So one, one evening, we went out to Harvester. Had some food, left there. What did you eat? I went, I think I went, I went surf and turf. Surf and turf. I like because you like scampi. I like scampi. I like scampi. There's nothing wrong with scampi. Okay, anyway, yeah. It's like fish but chicken nugget form of a like So, little... what happened then was we went back to this guy's house for the girl to drop her car off. And I thought, I don't want this. I want to go home. And I nearly jumped out of my car. Not my car, it was their car. Jumped <laughs> on new on, on Chingford Mount Road. They turned left and we headed to Southgate to watch films because she had a free house. Yeah. Now, you know, I like certain films. What I do not want to do is sit there for hours watching shit horror films. I was subjected to... I can't remember. I was four of them. They were all crap. Then... I noticed that she had blood diamond. Put that on. No, don't like it. Too go too gory. What gory? Yeah, but while all this was going on, they was cuddling up on the city within touching distance of me. It was just you three. Just us three. Just you and the couple. Me, they weren't a couple. They was like close. Yeah. So. Yeah. Then yeah, exactly. She had no heating in her house. The only heating there was was the fire in the front room. So she got all this like bedding down down there and gave me a sleeping bag. Yeah. I hope this is leading to a free. Yeah, trying to get you into one song. It's leading somewhere. So I put my iPod on and just went to sleep. Now all I heard was Ryan. Ryan. I left it for about thirty seconds. Yeah. You asleep? Clearly not. So I got up, went to the toilet, and I thought, I know what they're going to do. I'm going to sleep the other side of the room in a sleeping bag on the floor with no pillow. What do you think they were going to do? You'll get, I'll get there in a sec. So I went back. Next thing, I'm listening to Ian Lee's podcast. <laughs> All I'm hearing is, oh, 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 yeah, oh. Now, I can't turn the volume up on my iPod. Because the light's going to come on, and they're going to notice. 
So I'm being subjected to. Yeah. Next thing, a fucking cat comes and sleeps on my chest. I can't get asleep. I've got two people in front of me fucking. I, next morning, I, I was. I didn't know what to think. Because I don't know. Probably, I don't know, but I felt I felt mentally raped, and I didn't speak to him for about a week after. I was just gonna say, what did you say to him the next day or next time you talked to him? Did they talk about the situation? Did they did they explain? Did did he say, you know, sorry about that, but I was really horny? Uh, like, what was the? Ex- you, I would have brought that up. I would have said, dude, you fucked this girl in front of me. Like, that was really fucking uncomfortable for me. You know what you should have done though? I would have just took out my cock. Yeah. I would have started yeah. whacking off. And just jack off because they can't feel that's inappropriate. They're fucking in front of you. Yeah. You might as well masturbate to it. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, what 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 what? Yeah, but what what basically happened after that is I didn't really speak to them much. Then a week went past without me speaking to them. This is when I was off work as well. And then the guy phoned me up and was like, "You all right? Yeah. Did you uh, hear anything the other night? No. You sure?" I heard some foxes being very vigorous outside. That's clearly what it was. And then basically another week went by and I said that I heard what happened. And I was, they were just like, don't tell anyone. And this is me telling I would have said to the girl, I heard you fuck. I heard you. I heard that my friend put his cock in you. And I heard your orgasm. I would have made her feel really uncomfortable. There was no orgasm. Oh, there was no orgasm. So your friend's shit in bed. Pretty much. You said that, I heard it all. Oh, you were terrible, mate. Uh, <laughs> I think we've kind of missed the point of the true or false story. We clearly know it's all true. Oh, it's true. It's true. Oh, yeah, it's clearly true. It's clearly true. That much true. detail has got to be no, true. It's a good story, though. I'm quite happy with it. I think Ryan missed the obvious chance for the menage a trois here. You know? <laughs> oh, no, no. He could have easily gone over it. You need a hand, you know? You want to say? This is the best thing. A few weeks after that, we was, me and him were talking. We went out somewhere like Lakeside, probably. It was like. You know what, you could have got involved, you know, she'd have probably been on that. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't feel comfortable about that at all, because I don't fancy her, and I don't want to threesome. Yeah, I don't want to threesome with some random dude at work. Alright, that's the end of Rankast this week. Uh, we might be back next week, we might be back another week. We'll be back, though, eventually. Um, so, uh, yeah, usually Joe ends with something funny, like last time we talked about something weird. Joe, you got anything smart and clever to say to go out on? <laughs> I can't believe Ryan Ryan didn't jump on top of the guy. Could have done a Superman. Uh, yeah, Jane special. Oh, we're gonna hear that story one time. The Jane story. We'll have to get Jane on the yeah. rank cast sometime. Well, that's the end of rank cast. Cheers. See you soon.